0: Welcome to the Kingdom Business Leadership Podcast. You are listening to our very first episode of our new show. My name is Dr. Andrea and I am the host of this show. In this show, we will be discussing what is a kingdom business and what it is not. So continue listening to find out who we are and what this show is all about. Have you ever wanted to monetize your knowledge, skills, and expertise to fulfill your God-given purpose? The Kingdom Business Leadership Podcast helps you to use tools and strategies to partner with God in your business and act on his voice for your business breakthrough, development, and success so God can truly be your CEO. This is the Kingdom Business Leadership Podcast. Here's your host and partner in purpose, Dr. Andrea Hart. Welcome, Dr. Andrea here, and in today's broadcast, we will be discussing the definition of a kingdom business. But before I get started into that, I do want to introduce, recognize, and thank this month's sponsor, all of our... All of our podcast episodes this month are sponsored by Bluehost. And what Bluehost is, is a website hosting platform and a place where you can actually register your domain names. So as business owners, this is something that's essential that we need, depending on what kind of brands we're building, what kind of businesses we have. So click on the link in the show notes to receive Uh, Your web hosting for three dollars and 95 cents per month, which is usually in the eight to nine to ten dollar range. Regularly, I have been using Bluehost going on five years and I actually love them. I switched from another hosting company before them and just was not happy, but I went to Bluehost, love them, they host my websites, and I actually purchased my domain names from them. So, if this is something that you would be interested in, definitely click the link in the show notes so you can get that special pricing. I assure you, you will love them. It's effortless, worry-free, and you'll, you'll, you will really like uh, this particular company. So we appreciate them for sponsoring the Kingdom Business Leadership Podcast. So now let's get right into it. So these podcasts, since this is our very first episode, I'm going to give you a little framework and structure. These podcasts are not meant to be super, super long. My goal and aim is to go about 20 minutes or so, depending on the topic. You know, we'll have maybe a little bit longer episodes, sometimes maybe a little bit shorter. Definitely, if you want to hear more about what the podcast is about or why, we we'll want you to go back and listen to the trailer if you have not already. So all the topics, as we said into the trailer, will be in the realm and area of kingdom business tools, trips, tools, tips and strategies that will help you have awesome or have a, a business that you can be proud of and you can live your Christian life within your business. So I thought it would be. Good to start really at the beginning and build a foundation about what exactly is a kingdom business. One thing that I learned, uh, most of you all know, or you might not know, I am an educator by trade. I have gone to school for education and have always been teaching health education. I've been teaching business education in colleges, in churches, pretty much wherever they let me teach it, <laughs> and. One thing that I learned and know about when you're teaching something or when you're communicating anything, you want to define your terms so people can be, so we can be on the same, on the, in, in the same realm. We know we're talking about the same thing versus you think one thing means one thing and I think it means another, but we're having a conversation. We need to define our terms. So that's why we're going to start with what is a kingdom business? And what, And this whole month, we'll be talking through some of these foundational principles. But when we think about kingdom business, a lot of people think a lot of different things. Some people, when you hear kingdom business, they think automatically church. Or they think you need to have fish and doves and all these Christian symbols all over your business. Or you need to name your business something out of the Bible or something very religious. And that's not what I'm talking about. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go through and discuss and just break down the word kingdom business. So what do we know about business? My definition of business, the purpose of a business is to create wealth and to serve your customers. And based on your background, your history, your experience, you might or might not have that part in there about serving your customers. We'll talk a little bit more about servant leadership and serving your customers, your constituents. Whomever your business is directed to, your ideal client, we'll talk about that later on this month. But essentially, a business is designed to create money, create wealth. And as a Christian business owner, I believe servitude is so high, it should be so priority at the top of your list. Now, let's take that other part of the word. We're talking about kingdom business. So we define business. Let's define kingdom. In a very simple way of defining kingdom, talking about the kingdom of God, is God's way of doing things. So if you're writing this down, if you're not, it's okay, I understand. But if you're writing this down, you're going to want to write the complete definition of kingdom business is uh, showing forth God's way of doing things in a business to create wealth and serve your customers. So just put those two, two things together. And the other part of that is any business that you own can be kingdom if the kingdom of God is in you. And we're going to talk a lot about this. Next week, we're talking about um, making God your CEO in the next episode. I say next week, but whenever you listen to it, the next episode. And we'll, we'll go and delve deeper into that. But any business that you own can be kingdom if the kingdom is in you. I have a scripture reference for that. It's Luke chapter uh, 17, verses 20 through 21. And just letting you know that since we are a kingdom-based, Christian-based broadcast, we will be utilizing the word of God. We will also be having very uh, technical discussions about things pertaining to entrepreneurship, business, and things of that nature. But we're mixing the word of the Lord all through it. So don't be surprised. It won't be a Bible study, but we'll definitely uh, go through the word of God when it pertains to our business. So Luke chapter 17, verse 20 through 21, and it reads, and I'm looking at the amplified version, and it starts off, asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come. And he replied to them, talking about Jesus, saying, the kingdom of God does not come with signs to be observed or visible display. Nor will people say, look, here it is, or see, it is there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you, in your hearts, and among you, surrounding you. So that is where I get that sentiment that the kingdom, the kingdom, as much or as little of the kingdom that lives on the inside of you is going to come out in whatever your hand touches, Uh One thing that I've heard individuals say is that wealth amplifies. And in the same way, your business is an amplification of who you are. If you don't have the kingdom of God in you, the kingdom of God is not necessarily going to come out through your business unless you're suppressing it. (laughs) You could be suppressing the kingdom of God in your business, but that's not what we want to do. So we're going to, throughout many episodes of this podcast, talk through, especially next week about what having a a kingdom business can actually look like. And it doesn't mean that when they come into your business, all you're doing is trying to give them Jesus. Sometimes giving them Jesus is just by how you walk, how you talk, your integrity, how your business looks. Is it clean? How you do business? All these things, and we're going to talk about it extensively next week. But all these things plus more, have uh, something to do with having a true kingdom-based business. So I did wanna go ahead and insert this one point. We have a Kingdom Business Leadership Network Facebook group. So this is a Kingdom Business Leadership podcast. But if you don't know, we do have a Kingdom Business Leadership Network and you can visit us on the web. Just go to the show notes. Uh, You can visit us on Facebook as well, but we have a free exclusive Facebook group and that's where we're going to continue the conversation with individuals in a community of like-minded people where you can talk about your business challenges and breakthroughs. You can receive prayer. You can it's, it's just a place for you to vent at times, get accountability, all these different things. So join us. You just need to go to the show notes and click the link in the show notes to join. So let's get back to it. So we talked about what a kingdom business is So now let's get into what a kingdom business is not. So a kingdom business is not a church. And I'll say that again. (laughs) A kingdom business is not a church. And it's kind of where we get on a slippery slope because a church might operate in the realm of business because a church, a nonprofit, a church is essentially a nonprofit, can own businesses legally. But let's go back and I'm going to explain this. A church, although a church might own the businesses, what we know about ministry is that, and we're going back to the purpose. Like I said, we had to define our terms. A ministry is designed to minister to people and essentially expect nothing back in return. And I say essentially just because there's uh, other parts that you, when you engage in a ministry, there's, you know, we have different laws in the Bible talking about sowing and reaping tithing, all these different things. So I say essentially expect nothing um, in return, but ministries can sell things as we said, and they can take donations. It's literally the purpose of it, which is different. Whereas we have businesses, they can also take donations and sell things as well. But hopefully you're, you're having an understanding of what I'm saying. Although a church can conduct business Its sole purpose is to minister to the hearts and the lives of people and give them God, give them salvation, whether they have money or whether they don't. Now, we know spiritual disciplines speak to us um, not just to be receivers, but to be givers as well. So there is an aspect of wealth and things like that. But going back to what we were talking about when we talked about business, the purpose of the business is to create wealth and to serve their customers. That's not the purpose of a ministry. So I know at times people can get it confused. And then we have, in everything, you have people that misuse, that pervert, that don't operate in the way that it was created or what they were doing. It does is not what it was supposed to be. So you always have some bad apples. You always have some bad apples in the bunch. So there's some people that have churches and they opened up that church like it was a business. Their sole purpose for that church was to create wealth, <laughs> So, you know, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking, and do, talking in very general terms. So generally a church and a ministry are different. I'm sorry, a, a ministry and a business are different. Although you can minister to people through your business. And that's what we want to do because we're showing forth the kingdom of God in what we're doing. However, that's not necessarily the sole purpose that the business was created. So hopefully that makes sense. A lot of sense to you all because so, it's going to inform your decision-making if you have a business versus if you have a ministry. And some of us have, have both. And some of us, the lines are a little bit blurred, but that's going to help inform your activities in your business versus your ministry because we want to be very clear, very, very, very clear in the purpose of what we're doing so that we don't muddy the waters, as it were, when it comes to the activities that we engage in. So we got all the terms out of the way. So now let's jump into, we're gonna finish out with this particular topic. We haven't been on very long and that's all right. That is quite all right. Uh, The next topic we're going to talk about is, if that's the case, why should I even have a kingdom-based business? I can go out and I could start a business tomorrow and not have God woven through any of it suppress my Christianity. Nobody knows that I'm a Christian at all and run a business and make money. We see it done all the time. We see some of our largest businesses or our businesses that make the most money corporately all the time. Don't even mention God. We have some outliers that do mention God, like your Chick-fil-A's and uh, Hobby Lobbies and different things. And they receive persecution at times for their their standards of belief. But what keeps, keeps people coming to their business is that servitude, that service uh, minded effort, even uh, individuals that might not believe anything, what they believe. They might not believe any of the tenets of the Christian faith. They will still partake and uh, spend their money in these businesses. If you are, you lo- some people love Chick-fil-A and they might be an atheist and that's fine, but they love those chicken sandwiches. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's what we want to do. We wanna be able to minister the love of Christ through how our business operates in excellence. And we'll talk about that this month as well. Uh, we want to operate in excellence so that we are representative of the God that we serve. So why have a kingdom business? And I had to go to the scripture for that because I had to think about it. So what's the point other than I'm a Christian or you're a Christian? What's the point of having a kingdom based business? And the scripture I found was Proverbs chapter 29, verse two. Again, I'm going to read it in the Amplified. But what people are looking for is for the righteous to be an authority or the righteous to rule because we are getting our directives from God. So Proverbs uh, chapter 29 and verse two, Amplified Virgin says, when the uncompromisingly righteous are in authority. And I like the way they put that adjective there, <laughs> not just those that are wishy-washy here and there. Sometimes, some of the time they act like a Christian, the other, uh, the other part of the time they don't. It says when the uncompromisingly righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. And it doesn't define people as the Christian people, the atheist, it just says all the people. The people rejoice, but when the wicked man rules, the people groan and they sigh. And that is so true. Going back to our Chick-fil-A example, even though in, at the time of this recording, there is this big uh, kind of social media thing with the chicken sandwiches, meaning that uh, that's Popeye's chicken sandwich. They have a new chicken sandwich out versus Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, right? And truth be told, I'm going to put it out there. I think the, I'm not a huge fan of Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwiches. I will go there for other stuff, but I'm not a huge fan of that. But I went to Popeye's and their chicken sandwich is so much better. It's awesome. But I don't know if their leadership is Christian or not, but I do know with Chick-fil-A, they're very bold in their stance with Christianity. And what I know is that they have an efficient system. You can go in there and get whatever you need, whatever food you want, in a very good, timely manner. You have uh, customer service representatives, the cashiers that really respect you and honor you as their customer. They, They really commit to serve you. They say, my pleasure. And, you know, all these things, which is part of their brand. Whereas, and I'm sorry, Popeye's, if somebody from Popeye's is listening, just just write some notes. (laughs) You go to Popeye's and it's a whole different atmosphere. You have to pray, pray in the spirit before you go in there because you don't know what time you're coming out because it takes so long and not all of them. I've said this is my experience. You go in there. I've had to wait 30, 40 whatever amount of minutes for one sandwich or maybe not even a sandwich, wings. And then the customer service has never in all my years has never been great. And now it seems like it's even worse because they're having an uptick of individuals come through their doors, which they're not used to. So you see, and I'm using that for this example for the scripture, because you see a lot of people groaning and sighing. And I can add to that, they leave in too. They will go to Chick-fil-A just because the experience is so much better. So I know that's a funny example talking about, you know, the scripture, but it's it's true. You know, and I'm, I don't know all of uh, the, the chief executives of Popeyes. I'm sure there's some Christians somewhere. But I do know that the Chick-fil-A way <laughs> is very evident and obvious that they have Christian ideals of things like that. So when we think about that scripture, we ask ourselves, why do the people rejoice? Why do the people rejoice? It says when the uncompromisingly righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But why? Why? And the why do people rejoice is because of the way that you are running your business. You should be seeking God for his plan in running your business. He, should, he can tell you what to do. He can tell you how you can put together systems and trainings to train your employees so that when they interact with an individual and they don't necessarily, when they interact with the individual, the person, your employee doesn't have to be a Christian person. When uh, my husband and I had our home health agency, medical staffing agency, a majority, well, I won't say majority, but not all of our employees were Christians. You know, we had about 20 or so employees And they were nurses, different uh, levels of nursing, and all of them weren't Christian. But we did such a good training and a training that really spoke to Christian values and how you should respect people and how you should treat people, how you should walk in compassion. And even in our hiring practices, we looked for individuals that exemplified that. In our onboarding, we spoke that. It was part of our brand, and we made that business a Christian or kingdom business because of the respect and the honor that we showed all of our employees, the respect and the honor that we demonstrated to our patients, all these different things. So, what we saw is we had very low turnover for those that really engaged, that we were able to give them work and hours and things like that. The, that business is high turnover just in general, <laughs> but we were able to keep some really, really, really good people. In the midst of a very saturated market, we were able to keep good people and we, for the most part, you know, you always have people that complain about everything, you know, but you you handle those as well. But most people enjoyed their caregivers, enjoyed their nurses, and they they found that they walked in true compassion and they honored the, the patients that they served. So, and we heard from God when we were putting those things together. It was a franchise, so we just utilized the the baseline of what the franchise gave us and made it our own with some of those principles. And we never necessarily told people that we were Christians. We just operated like Christians and they knew. So you treat people with Christian ethics and the love of God and you serve people. And that goes into servant and transformational leadership. We're doing a whole episode on both of those things. In the next, I think it's uh, in our fourth episode, we're going to be talking about that. So that's why we should have a kingdom-based business. In this noisy world of brands and corporations and all these different things, there needs to be a voice that rises above all the noise. And Christians and those that know God, that love God, should have that voice. So we're going to unplug right there. And we're going to jump back in in the next episode, talking about giving you some tangibles next week or next episode about how to make God your CEO. And we're actually going to talk about that for two episodes because it is so very important. So I'm going to jump back in. And again, as I mentioned earlier regarding our sponsor, these episodes this whole month are being sponsored by Bluehost, which is a website provider, a website host provider. And they also. They also have uh, domains. Uh, You can purchase a domain uh, name and things through them as well. We have a special price, $3.95 per month for web hosting. So definitely go to the show notes. We have some other things in the show notes as well that you can avail yourself to. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really enjoyed this, our first episode done. So I really wanna thank you guys and encourage you to... Uh, leave a review. I encourage you to send this podcast to those that would need it to subscribe because we are going to have some really, really, really good shows that will help you. If you haven't, if you don't know anything about Kingdom Business Leadership Network, jump on Facebook, see what we're about. You'll see some links and things in the show notes. So in saying all that, we will see you next time. Have a good one. Come Thanks on. for listening to the Kingdom Business Leadership Podcast. To continue the conversation on growing your kingdom business or to join the Kingdom Business Leadership Network, head over to our website at the KBLN.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. To connect, text God's CEO to 77948.